The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. That is definitely messed up. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, profits, and pie. Mmm, I like that combination, yes. Yes. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we have a roundup of the news that happened since the last time we got together to yak about it. And I have a hopefully helpful hint about typing on your phone with one hand. And as a special feature this week, Pedro interviews two technology experts that he knows very, very well on what uh, apps and services they like to use. I very, am. I'm very excited about yes, this. Yes, indeed. Yes, and on uh, one programming note, we are off next week. Uh, we are? Due to some, uh, you know, fall things we have to do. Yes. And, you know, life. For, yes, life. Life gets in the way. Life is having a, you know, a moment here. Yes, so, um, But we'll be back uh, the week after that because then the holiday is in full boom. The eating season starts. Oh, the, the eating uh, season. Stretchy pants season. Yes, I, I was in the grocery and they were already rolling out the big stacks of pre-made pie crust and oh, the ready whip side by yes. side. It's like, come on. Pumpkin yes. pie, come over here! Come on, bring it, bring yeah. it! So, uh, so, so that's that's stuff to look forward to. Definitely now, stuff um, to look forward to. But you know what? But this is an opportunity for for folks to catch up on our two hundred and fifty two episodes. Plus, we, we do know, have a bit yeah, of a back uh, catalog. Yeah, there. we do. We do. Some Go deep back cuts. there. Yeah, some deep cuts. I like that. Yeah. I all killer, no filler, though. Yeah. Listen. Go back, listen to the shows, catch up, and then meet us in a couple of weeks. Vintage tech news. You can see the stuff we talked about uh, two years ago and see if it came true or not. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's the best part of this show? What is? And I'm not biased in any way. The Easter eggs at the end. Well, not not just that, but we are funny people. We are humorous. We are entertaining each other and thus entertaining the masses. Yes, we are. The millions who are listening. With expensive recording equipment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're not supposed to say this. Yes, I'm supposed to nod. Yes, 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 exactly. Listen, I have to make a very, very embarrassing admission right now. Oh, dear. This is. This involves shopping. No, 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 no. It does not involve shopping. I have not started watching Stranger Things. Oh my! At all? It, well, yeah. Well, it debuted October twenty seventh. Stranger Things two. Yeah, I haven't seen Stranger Things one. Oh man, you got to get on that. I have. I you know I don't know why this is like a show that is tailor made for me. It was like it was genetically created yes, to appeal to exactly. you. Exactly, and I you know it's in my queue. I it's one of these things where it's like I I'm almost scared to start watching it because I will get sucked in so deeply. I might lose myself. You could go into what well, I don't want to say. Right, exactly. exactly. But, uh, well, on the bright side, though, the first season was only, I believe, eight episodes. Right. And I think the second one, which just dropped last month, uh, is eight or nine, maybe maybe ten. So uh, it's but not, it's, it's, it's not, not one bad. of those super, like, 22 episodes to find out. Hey, it's British style. Yeah, yeah, it's very they short, cut out the fluff. story. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, it moves very quickly. I am three episodes into the second season. And? Um, I'm enjoying it. If you, if you saw any movie in the 80s, you're going to recognize a whole lot of influences because the Duffer Brothers, the guys behind this, mm-hmm. uh, admit that they are just obsessed with the 80s. And there's so many cinematic things going on, some little in-jokes. The show is uh, supposedly set in a small town in Indiana in the 1980s, which I there have some go. experience yes, with. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, a friend of mine, I haven't seen this episode yet, but a friend of mine was looking at some of the uh, production design and noticed that the license plate county code – 
which Indiana in the 80s, uh, all of the license plates had these two-digit codes that told uh, everyone what county the car was registered in. Right. The county code for some of the cars in the show are the ones from the county I grew up in. So wow. I was like, hmm, how close to home is this going to hit? Yikes. Yikes. Could be a coincidence, but... Uh, it, it sounds was, like they did their homework. Yeah, very, very. Uh, I, I was impressed. Uh, there was an episode of the X Files in season five called "The Postmodern Prometheus." That's mm. also uh, was supposed to be set in Bloomington, Indiana, and they had the right Monroe County uh, Ooh, license plate code. So that again, is you know, the the yeah the the production designer uh, was from the state or knew that these kind of details are what fans notice. So I, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to dive right in, even if I get lost. Yeah, just block out. Maybe well, do it. Do like a half day, you know. Just sort of ah, go, do idea. four episodes. Get halfway through that's the first season. That's a very see how good you're idea. feeling. Yeah. Maybe leave the evening plans a little loose in case you just want to bunker in. That's what I love about this new style of just doing eight or nine or you know even thirteen gets to be a little too much. Yeah, that can you can have a little be wobbly at the end These of that. These twenty two, twenty four episode seasons now. I, I can't di- I can't get into well, them it's, anymore. It's the old broadcast network model yeah. where they had to fill this time, and you knew at least probably twenty five percent of those episodes were, were going be to garbage. be filler. Yeah. Yes, they're just garbage. Or and then you know sweeps week. Let's have a lesbian kiss episode. So <laughs> it's always no the matter lesbian, what show it was. No it was always what, a lesbian kiss. It, there was always one. Absolutely true. Absolutely yeah. true. So so wow. yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the British style short compact absolutely. seasons. Let's just tell the story. Let's tell the story as tightly and right. as nuanced as possible. Exactly right. Not a lot of distractive subplots. Really strong characters driving the thing. There you go. That's what I like about I'm, the British I'm style loving TV. It. I'm loving it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough Stranger Things and TV talk. Yes. I guess we should get into Let's the news. Let's get into even more Stranger Things with the news. Yes, there we go. Yes, uh, now uh, members of Congress, speaking of Stranger Things, speaking of, uh, had their little meeting uh, with several technology company executives about the whole Russia meddling in the U.S. election uh, thing that's been dominating the news lately. Yes, just, sure just a bit. Just a tad. Uh, Google, Twitter, and Facebook were in D.C. this week to testify on uh, what their networks did and didn't do uh, concerning the matter. Um, and as with many tech events, some media outlets even live blogged the hearings. Did they really? <laughs> yes, uh, go nerds. Wow. Yeah, I think Recode might have been uh, one of them. Of course. Uh, and we'll have some links to some of those who were, if you wanted to have that play-by-play, you know, there's nothing like congressional testimony to, to really get the blood boiling. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure, you know, the World Series, yeah. congressional testimony, Testimony. House Intelligence that. Committee. Of you know, course. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, the House Intelligence Committee uh, shared a sampling of some of the 3,000 social media advertisements that Russian operatives uh, were found to have purchased on Facebook the uh, past couple of years. Yes. That's uh, a lot. The ad showed uh, what the Washington Post called, quote, a striking ability to mimic American political discourse at its most fractious, end quote. Wow. Um, meaning they, the Russians figured out when Americans are throwing down. Yeah, like, meaning they nailed it. Yeah, they, you know, they nailed totally it. nailed it. Yeah. And uh, the Washington Post also noticed uh, that the targeting information showed a shrewd understanding of how best to use Facebook to find and influence voters most likely to respond to the pitches. Wow. So I think we're probably going to uh, extreme left and right uh, sides of the oh, spectrum of here yeah, and exactly. uh, throwing in some, you know, it's like throwing a pizza into a, you know, frat house. There so you go. All, yeah, so they're all... Uh, they figured out how to do, uh, you know, just what they wanted to do there. Um, wow. Or, you know, they knew what kind of bait to put on that hook. <sighs> they sure did. So uh, Facebook said Russian agents spent just $46,000 on advertising compared to the $81 million with an M that the Trump and Clinton campaigns 
spent on their uh, the campaign activities. But Russia's efforts still managed to reach over 126 million users, which is a lot of Americans. And it really shows that the Russians knew how to make their dollars stretch. Uh, yeah, they were. They got more bang for their buck. Maybe there. all that communism when you had to wait in line for <laughs> the toilet paper, you learned how to really make it count. Oh, wow. You know what? I think it was more to the fact that these guys were throwing red meat at, you know, the Yeah, the they tigers, were going for the man. extremes. Yeah, the, uh, exactly. Yes, yeah, so so this, this is ongoing. I think there were some more uh, hearings scheduled for this week. Uh, Facebook also reported its quarterly earnings uh, last week as well, with CEO Mark Zuckerberg uh, beginning that earnings call with a vow to stamp out the use of Facebook for undermining democracy in the U.S. And I'm yeah. like, really? You, you yeah, think you, yeah. you had to? You, yes, please do that. Yeah, that would be nice. Thank yeah, you. yeah, we, we would appreciate that. And don't uh, run for president, please. Yes, definitely. You know, regarding Russia's use uh, of the social network during the 2016 election cycle, Mr. Zuckerberg said, what they did is wrong and we are not going to stand for it, end quote. And this was an earning call for shareholders. And so Zuckerberg said he wanted investors to hear directly from him that all of this work that they're going to do to try to stop this sort of thing is going to significantly undercut profitability. So he's like, even though it's going to cost us a lot of money, we have to try to keep Facebook uh, safe and secure and uh, not tilt in elections. So... You know, the fact that they have to say that just yeah. really bothers me. Yeah, it's like, okay, you're going to lose okay, some money, yeah, but uh, we'll like maybe like you know, try to stop people from trolling you. Right. Well, hey, if you didn't go for the money in the first place, we wouldn't be in this problem. Very true. Very Jeez. true. Uh, so he uh, he went out, He had this very, very, very long uh, post on his Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, also said, quote, I'm dead serious about this. Protecting our community is more important than maximizing our profit. End quote. Thank you. Uh, with lawmakers threatening to regulate Facebook uh, by way of government rules. There Perhaps we Mr. Go. Zuckerberg was trying to show that the company could do it on their own. They Facebook, as you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, has been pushing back on the regulations mm-hmm. that the TV and broadcast mm-hmm. entities have where you have to say who this ad was paid for. Facebook's like, no, no, we're not that. Yeah. So maybe this was an attempt to block that sort of thing. I don't know if it's going to work. I think a lot more is going to come out in these congressional hearings and lawmakers are going to have to decide, well, are we going to step up here or are we just going to let it still be the Wild West? Now, as for Facebook's third quarter profits, the company made $10.1 billion with a B in revenue over the three-month period. 49% more than the same quarter in 2016. It also booked $4.7 billion in profit, uh, which is 79% uh, up from last that's, year. That's a lot of moolah. Yes, and uh, due to the increased safety and security measures, though, it will be spending more money in the future. The company said repeatedly is a doubling the number of employees, I'm guessing subcontracted or otherwise. Uh-huh. So they're going to double the amount of people dedicated to uh, policing the platform for things, uh, in addition to state-sponsored electioneering, you know, child pornography, terrorism, yeah, hate speech, that sort of thing. So, exactly. so they're vowing to uh, tighten things up. Um, on the topic of state-sponsored activity, though, well, hold on a second. Yeah, you know what I miss? I want to go back to the days when the only thing that annoyed me about Facebook were the Mafia Wars messages. Oh yeah, you want to play that's, Mafia Wars? That's what I just want to go back to those, those were days. The innocent days. They were the innocent days. You got that stupid Mafia Wars thing, and you put a post saying, you know, yeah. stop bothering me with the Mafia Wars. I don't play. It, yeah. was, a, it was a nice, innocent yeah, time. And the, the most anyone would ever get mad about otherwise would be, oh, they changed the timeline again. Exactly. Or they redesigned this, exactly. or I have to redo my privacy settings. You know, and then, you know, that 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 always that post about, you know, that they're going to start charging for Facebook. Yeah. You know, that thing, that was, you know, I miss those days. So, those were just very young, you know. Just, I see them all with like Vaseline on the screen, yeah. you know. Misty, you know, you hear that kind of like harp music in the background. Yes, wow. 
Yes. Now, on the topic of state-sponsored activity, the Wall Street Journal reports that the U.S. Department of Justice has identified more than six members of the Russian government involved in hacking the Democratic National Committee's computers and uh, pinching their sensitive information that became public during the aforementioned 2016 presidential election. Uh, Prosecutors have assembled the evidence to charge Russian officials with it and could bring a case next year, but I'm guessing Russia's probably not going to show up for that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to show up. They're going to say fake news and go back to doing what they're doing. Exactly right. Fake news. So, so But the Justice Department is kind of doing stuff. They're on it. They're on it. Now, uh, in other serious news, because this has been kind of a bummer of a week, uh, there was yet another terrorist attack in lower Manhattan, uh, this one on Halloween, with a self-proclaimed ISIS fighter uh, who drove a rental truck into a bike lane near the World Trade Center and killed eight people, uh, injured, I think, 11 or 12 uh, before being shot and wounded by the NYPD. Nice job. Yes, NYPD. Thank you. Exactly. Uh, but unlike the previous attacks on the World Trade Center in 1993 and 2001, social media was a huge factor in relaying information as the events unfolded. Absolutely. As the Columbia Journalism Review said, it took a look at uh, how Snapchat's Snap Maps offered real-time coverage of the incident thanks to the location-sharing feature, mm-hmm. which I know we've sort of been a little wiggy about the privacy for Snap Maps. Hey, I still am. Yeah, and, and right. Rightly so. But uh, the CGR noted that because of the Snap Maps location info, the tool's coverage uh, sort of painted a real-time picture of what was going on down there. And it also proved to be useful during the Las Vegas shootings, the uh, U.S. and Mexico hurricanes Mm -hmm. uh, this past uh, uh, summer, the earthquake in Mexico City. Um, And so they're seeing that, you know, despite the sort of freaking out-ness of the the Snap Maps thing, when you want to know what's going on in a very specific area— Looking at this can kind of give you that picture. I do have to tell you, though, especially for this incident, I realize that my first instinct is no longer to go to a news organization, but to go on Twitter yeah. to get my news. Yeah. I re- that shook me to the core when I realized I was following the updates on Twitter from regular Joes yeah. and Janes and not from a New York Times or a Daily News yeah, where or they're still a trying CBS to... radio, nothing like that. And Twitter in general, I think for years, has kind of been building this reputation as the re- the real-time right. thing. The Mumbai shootings, I think, yes. uh, several yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Anything that's going on, people you know, because of the search function, people can go and search. You do have to be careful to weed out disinformation on there, mm-hmm. as you do. And uh, I think during the Boston bombings, people were reporting police scanner activity, which is not really what you want to do right. because a lot of that is yes. unverified or speculative at that point. Absolutely. But yeah, Twitter, uh, very, very good for that. Uh, Facebook, I think, put up its, you know, mark yourself safe kind of thing after the fact. But uh, the Snapchat, I think, is really uh, providing more intimate coverage, too, because it's a little less like you have to go do it. Like with Facebook and Twitter, they kind of rely on their users to proactively broadcast or report the events around them. Correct. And with Snapchat, if you just got your phone in your pocket or you're posting from wherever you happen to be and you're this snapping. is public information, yeah, then it shows up. So it's just you being you and not having to go and push out, you know, sort of to – yeah, that's a still, page or like Periscope your video or yeah, whatever. No, it unsettles me though. Sorry, it's it's <laughs> yeah. a little uh, it's citizen journalism. I, I understand. I understand that you know it it provided a much needed service in this case, but yeah, yeah. but still, it's like stop following me, Snapchat. Yes, basically. You know what? I do want to say this: being a New Yorker, yes, and you're a New Yorker by adopted, yes, exactly. You know, you've yelled at a taxi cab recently, yes, and an Uber. There you go. So there you go. Yeah. you're a New Yorker. I, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound rude, but please take it in the in, – in, in, just hear me out. Don't pray for New York. Don't post these things about, you know, hashtag pray for New York City. We're, we're made of tough stuff. We're going to get past this. Pray for the folks 
that are doing this crap. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? New Yorkers will get them. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, pray that they see the other side yes. at some point and start, stop taking lives. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yes. That's all I'm saying. All right. You yes. know, and you know what? We're New York. Yeah. I was going to say a bad word, but, you know, yeah. clean tech. Yes, you know. We will survive. Yes. Always have, always will. Absolutely. All right. Well, on a brighter note. Yes. Because we need a brighter note after all that heavy absolutely, stuff. Absolutely. Um, Google recently announced that its Google Assistant software for Android now supports two new languages, Spanish for users in the U.S., Mexico, and Spain, and uh, Italian for those uh, bopping oh, around Italy. man. What? I was hoping for Klingon. Uh, not not yet. Uh, it's a very guttural language. Yeah, I imagine exactly. I have to do a lot of uh, work on the AI for that. Get working on that. Come yes. On. Uh, now, these languages will be rolling out over the next few weeks, and iOS support within the uh, Google Now app will come later. Mm-hmm. Apple Siri, though, is still the United Nations of Native Language Assistants, so I think they have about yeah. 20 uh, that Siri understands. Yes, indeed. Google Assistant now supports a total of eight languages in addition to the uh, Spanish and the Italian. They have English, thankfully, uh, Portuguese, German, French, Japanese, and Korean, uh, and that kind of puts them on par with Microsoft's Cortana. Oh, really? And uh, so so they're uh, kind of up there underneath Apple. Then uh, next you have Amazon Alexa, which speaks German and English from various regions, like probably your Australian, your British English, your American yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. And Samsung's Bixby, which just supports English and Korean. So you can sort of see who is investing in the international market yeah. here, too, by having all of these uh, – Lovely localized languages. Cortana isn't on any devices, right? They don't. Oh, uh, the, like the Windows Alexa. Phone. The yeah, Windows I think they were phone, doing apps. It. Yeah, but they're not like on. They don't have a Glade freshener, air freshener box. Well, right? they have those Cortana speakers that I think ah, we made yes, fun of because they look right. like salt and pepper yes, shakers. Yes, that's right. That's right. I forgot about those. Right. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, I guess the well, the, yeah, I'm sure the marketing <laughs> plan isn't working too well. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Microsoft. Yes, but uh, I'm, I'm sure Cortana will be around more. I'm sure iOS uh, 11.1 finally rolled out on Halloween. I saw that, yeah. Yes, uh, bringing with it 70 new emoji, and for some owners of older iPhones, hopefully better battery life. As you know, the older phones always seem to take the drain when the hot new OS comes out and doesn't really think about older processors. My 5S went from 58 to 1% in the matter of seconds. I'm guessing either the battery's bad or something else is going on. Yeah, and that's the thing to consider if you do have an older phone. The charge cycles on those batteries uh, may be kind of wearing out. Just a bit. But also the OS is optimized for the newer, hotter, sexier processors. And and your old Model T maybe is going to have to work a little harder and there goes that battery. Yep. Uh, so, so that's one hope for the um, older iPhone, the owners of older iPhones, rather. Yes. Uh, the new emoji in the set include pie, Chinese food takeout boxes, and hedgehogs. Hedgehogs. Yes. Nice. Hedgehogs are getting their moment. Wow. I don't even want to know why. I, they're I they're fun. Yep, People I, like the hedgehog. I, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a totally other reason. I yeah, don't yeah. even want to know. Yeah, uh, and there's also dinosaurs and vampires. Nice. Yes. So, nice. Uh, so, so that's happening. So my entire nightmare scenario is set. It is. I'm Vampire, dinosaur, hedgehogs. Yes. There we go. Come in for you with pie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, and and drones. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I wonder if there's a drone emoji. I forgot oh, stop. Bacon drone. Nice. Sorry. Um, the reviews of the iPhone X are rolling in. Oh, really? Which uh, went on pre-order last week, arriving in stores November the 3rd. iPhone Equis. Yes. Um, several journalists uh, tested the fancy new phone, including Brian X. Chen of the New York Times. Yes. Uh, they didn't get a lot of time with the phone because Apple was being very stingy, I think, with the preview models. Right. And also seeding it to... People uh, who were maybe not journalists or major media organizations, really? like some YouTube people. I think Stephen Levy over at Wired had one for a week. But 
But uh, they're giving, you know, the, the journalists a chance to take a look at it. Uh, Mr. Chen found the 10 to be a slick piece of hardware, but noted the face ID was slower to unlock the phone than touch ID, and it didn't work in a few cases too, which that was my sort of concern was yeah. face ID was maybe still a technology and development. Yeah, it's a little bit sizzle if you ask me. Yeah, but, but it's out there. And finally, also and finally. in Apple-related news, if you've ever, um, <clears throat> say, taken sexy pictures of yourself with your iPhone and forgotten about them, oh, oh. try opening the Photos app and searching uh, the word brazier <laughs> in that search function, <laughs> yes. if you can spell brazier. Yes. Uh, as many users and some female models have found, uh, the Photos algorithm puts these kinds of pictures into the category brazier. I guess just trying just, to be delicate about it. Um, Google Photos also lets you search over the same term. Um, I'm just waiting for those corset and girdle <laughs> categories to pop up next. <laughs> but yeah, the whole brassiere thing, it kind of got lost in, in the main news. Wow. Um, See, that's big news. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, well, I looked and I looked. I didn't have any brassiere photos because, I, yeah. well, I just searched and I have like rabbits and raccoons because I go. take nature pictures. Nice. So um, I just have that's tons out there. of kids' pictures. That's all I got. Yeah, which it probably, and if you've got the, the whole, you know, I do. Children. Uh, yep. So, uh, so that's about it for the news this week. Yes. Sorry it was kind of a bummer, but um, yeah. we'll have links to the stories we talked about on our show page at poptechjam.com. And I've got two tiny little tech experts coming in. Oh, yes, and they have things to say. Yes, they do. Sesson and the Little Panzer are true digital natives. They take technology, especially their mobile devices, for granted and cannot imagine a world where you couldn't just use an app to order in food or listen to any song you can think of instantly. I sat down with my son Boom Boom and my daughter Nina to get their take on the current digital landscape and what technology means to them. I learned quite early on in the conversation that I'm living in a sci-fi future while they don't know any other way. Hey, Boom Boom. Hey, Nina. Yeah? Yeah. What are you guys doing? I'm playing Mr. Crab. <laughs> you guys said that in stereo. You're playing Mr. Crab. Is that your yeah. favorite game ever? No. Um, no, but... It's fun. It's fun. All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about technology. Now, you guys are using technology right now. In fact, so much so that you're not even paying attention to me as I'm talking to you. You have been you. sucked <laughs> into the iPad. I can hear you. Oh, so you don't have to give me eye contact? Okay, that's fine. That's fair enough. All right. So, Nina. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, guys. This is getting too crazy now. We're going to have to turn the iPads off. Mm. Sorry, guys. Okay. Because we have to have a conversation. I'm going to pause it. No, I can still hear it. you got to turn it off. Because that song. Mr. Crab, Mr. Crab, go away, Mr. Crab. What is up with you? All right. So we're going to talk about technology. Do you guys know what technology means? Like technologic the song? Like technologic the song? Well, it is talking about technology. Technology is like computer stuff. And like phone stuff now. Do you know that your iPhone is a computer? Yeah. You knew that? Yeah. Yeah? How did you know that? Told us in the kitchen. I told you in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. I told you in the kitchen. And their iPhone. But your iPhone. iPhone is more powerful 
than the computers that put the spaceships on the moon that wow. moved in NASA. Wow. Boom Boom does not seem impressed. You don't seem impressed, Boom. <laughs> impressed. You are? You sure you're impressed? Yes, I'm Nice. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, nice. Just quit it. Nice. Just, just quit nice. it. Just what about you, Nina? It. Are you impressed? That's cool. I think it's pretty cool, right? You it's have pretty cool. Yeah. You yes. have a computer in your pocket. That's more powerful. Do you know that the first computer like I ever satellite? bought? No, it doesn't have a satellite. A satellite but satellites is like a computer. A satellite sends Wi-Fi and internet. Well, yeah, some of them do, but satellites are definitely technology. Boom Boom is not easily <laughs> impressed. Let's talk about your iPhones and your iPads. Okay. You're on them a lot. You like to play uh, on them, right? Yeah. And you... Not during the week, though. Yes, that's right. The rule the is we limit your iPhone and iPad use during the week until the weekend. Unless it's for homework. Unless it's for homework, correct. But, so now you, Nina, uh, you're a little older. You are into texting now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, group chats, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Musically. Not that much anymore. You don't do musically anymore? Yeah, she does it. Not that much. Well, she, why not? What's up with, I thought musically was the hot thing. Not really anymore. More she Instagram more Instagram and Snapchat now. Wow. She doesn't do any more. She doesn't do any more Colorfly. Unless it's she doesn't? No. Colorfly? Oh, because I don't have stress. Well, what's Colorfly? It's a Colorfly, it's like app. this coloring app. Wow. All right, so if I had to ask both of you, Boom Boom, you first. Yeah. What is your all-time favorite app, either on the iPad, on the computer? Well, you don't play on the computer much, Boom Boom, do you? No. No. So you're really an iPad, you're a mobile kid. Nope, it's not him. Did you just try to burp? Are you trying to force yourself to burp? That's disgusting. What is up with you? Okay, hold on a second, Boom Boom. Do you have a favorite app on iPad, Apple TV, or your iPhone? Like a game? It could be a game. It could be anything. What's your favorite? I think I know what it is. What? Riptide Renegade. Yes. Riptide Renegade. Yes, well, mine is. I don't play it that much. I play it almost every single day. Well, then you don't yesterday, play it that much? I like switched games. Did you I switch games? It. Yeah. What did you switch it to? I was playing Riptide for a few seconds. What then other games do you like? Asphalt uh, Eight. Asphalt Eight. Asphalt Eight. Real Airborne. Three. Real well, he doesn't play that. Three. That's a little hard. That one's a little hard. Well, so you like racing it. games? Yeah, like uh. Riptide and. Well, tell us. Tell us about Riptide. What's Riptide? It's like this mortar thing where you have this person on a motorbike that's on water. Oh, a jet, jet ski. ski. They're a called jet, jet ski. Skis. Yeah. A jet ski, but it's on water, so... Yeah, that's what a jet ski is. Nice. Like and the there's, like, these cities. You might think it's an abandoned city, but it's not an abandoned city. It's actually a city with people. I saw, like... On the TV, I saw one person. Oh, when you were playing on the Apple TV? Yeah, I played yeah. on the Apple TV. And okay, I saw... well, let me ask you a question, Boom Boom. Yeah? Do you use your iPad for anything other than playing games? Maybe like entertainment? Yes, entertainment. Entertainment? Well, what kind of entertainment? I say like entertainment, like Netflix. 
Well, yeah, because that's Netflix. entertainment. Netflix. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, bum, me, bum, bum. Me, 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 me. Cross the road to watch Netflix. Me, 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 Netflix. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.
And I'm like, do 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 do, rocking around. And no. we went into like, we went to go on the Great Wall of China. I want to ask you guys a simple question. What would happen if you couldn't use your iPhone or your iPad? I'll explode. Or your Alexa <laughs> or, or your smart board or Google Earth. Well, I wouldn't be able to do anything, anything for like school. <laughs> Number really? one, I wouldn't yeah. be able to do anything I'll for die. school. You would die. I would die Excuse by me. screaming. You would die screaming. What about your Wii <laughs> and the PlayStation? I'll be fine. Wait, no, Voltron. No. Oh, no, you can't survive without Voltron. <laughs> well, not, He's not crying not. over here. He's <laughs> losing his mind. Do you think you could survive? Like like in the Ooh. olden days, like when your papa was your age, do you think you could survive? Well. The, only, the only technology your dad had, well. any gadgets, was a Walkman. Oh. What the heck is that? A Walkman is sort of like an what, iPhone, what had, but what, it oh, what Peter had in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? What it's Peter had, awesome the, mix. yeah, the, what played music. Peter is Star Lord. Yes, Star Lord. Spoilers. Do you think you could I'm survive? I'm sorry. Probably, Fruit. but I just won't be able Fruit. to do much schoolwork. He would die, but yeah. I would barely survive, and wouldn't be, and wouldn't be able. Nobody in my class would be able to get good grades because Fruit. we wouldn't be able to. Do schoolwork. What does that have to do with homework? You wouldn't be able to do homework or schoolwork. Why? Homework. Um, because most of it requires Google Slides or most of like Google Classroom. That's where our assignments are usually posted. Wow. And if we forget our homework on our planner, we can go on to Google. I think it's Calendar, and we can see our homework. It's also if you if you have to take a sick day. All right, and boom boom. What about you? You wouldn't survive. Survive what? Without without. TV without Apple TV. As my best friends tell me, I'll cry. Rest in pepperoni. But Rest I'll in just pepperoni. Steal okay. like stuff. I'll steal like. If you weren't alive, how could you steal things? Yeah, I don't know about no. the whole stealing stuff. Crime Forget about all that stuff, peeps. Dab. I just dab. You just dab. you this had to explain my it. Life now. You, you dabbed on the radio. Why Nobody can dab? see you dab on the radio. Dab, 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 dab. You guys are dabbing and nobody can see you. <laughs> I wish we were on dab, like dab, TV. Dab, no, dab, we do dab, podcasts. Dab, dab. We do this as Pop oh, Tech Jam, only the greatest little. podcast in can the world. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can see this is devolving very quickly. Do you know what devolving means? No. It means that you guys are, are you guys are yawning <laughs> and you're dying to get back on your iPads. I just want food. <laughs> no, uh, not, you just want food. I'm hungry. I'm gonna seamless something. All right, this is about all I can get from these two hey, knuckleheads. I haven't talked about Toka Boca. Oh, people. Toka Boca. Well, give us a review. I like the Toka Life series, which includes Toka Life Town, Toka City, Toka School. This is in order of the release date. There's also, Toka Vacation, Toka Farm, Toka Stable, Toka Hospital, and Toka Office. But what do you like so much about it? Are you building a world? Is this a world-building game? Sort of. Is it a like, game? It is a game. Like, Toka Town, there are little monsters and little humans that you can arrange and make them go to different places in a town. And that's the exact same for Toka City, except they're, it's bigger. Did you say Toka Monsters? 
Yes, yes, Toka yeah. Monsters. What's Toka Monsters? I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Are they oh. zombies? Oh, no. The they're adorable. <laughs> I had nightmares of zombies. What is up with you? Yeah, they're, I know. You they're adorable. Know. They're adorable? Okay, so what's so zombies. good about this Toka Life series? Well, it's kind of a tiny world, and there are mysteries you can uncover in different settings, and you can make them do different things and discover things, like make them have a daily life. There are little robots that can do things in most all of them. Nice. And they like they have names like a bank is called Banco. Banco. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty cute. Well, is it fun? That's the most important thing. Are yeah. they fun? Do you give it a thumbs up? Thumbs yes, way except up? For, well, the newest one is always my favorite. But What's the name of the new one? The newest one is named Toka Office. And I like Toka Office and Toka Hospital the best. And the Toka Vacation, which was the third in the series, mm-hmm. is also pretty good. Toka Office? Toka Hospital and Toka Vacation. Those are, are your three favorite. favorite. Yep. All right. So Toka Boca series. They're fun. And they get the Nina thumbs up. All right. I mean, technically, they're for just like seven-year-olds, but, you know, hey, they're fun they're because fun. you need to understand more like advanced things. I am seven. Hello. They're fun. Seven. That's the most important thing. All right, so next time you'll give us another review of an app that you're enjoying? Yep. All right, guys. Well, listen, I won't keep you from your iPads or your iPhones anymore. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Boom, boom. Nina. Welcome. That was lovely to hear from the tech experts. Yes, indeed. Yes, Yes, they they keep you on your toes, I imagine. They do. Mm -hmm. Smart cookie, smart Alex. Yes. As I like to say. But uh, but anyway, I thought we might do a hopefully helpful hint here. Triple uh, H. Yes, Triple H. Just to you know, kind of because I remember we had, uh, a few months ago you were talking about how big the iPhone Seven Plus was, yes. and you had to get the loopy case to yep. keep from dropping it. Yeah, and sometimes it's, right it's a little unwieldy it to because it is a it's a big phone. It is a big honking phone. Yeah, and and so I thought, well, you know, it, it does. You have to kind of adapt your muscle memory to doing that. Absolutely. And then I was poking around and say, hey, look. Both iOS and Android have the one-handed keyboard function, which hmm. it's sort of buried in there. Maybe you found it just poking around, but just in case you haven't, uh, right. what the one-handed keyboard does is basically takes your – anytime you hit a text field and the keyboard pops up, you can configure the keyboard so that most of the keys are on one side of the screen or the other. So if you're holding the big phone with one hand, you can type a little easier with your thumb because all of the keys are kind of in the same area. You know I'm going to do this as we're talking, right? Yes. You know uh, this. Every time you do this, I always get inspired. Yeah. So uh, so on the iPhone, uh, you can see this. Um, if, you don't ha- if you have either the emoji key or the globe key, the globe key meaning that you've added uh, foreign language keyboards, if you press and hold on that on your standard keyboard and go up to keyboard settings, you know, you'll see a menu pop up. You should see three pictographs at the bottom showing left keyboard, center, and right. And then there's a keyboard setting thing where you can also turn this on manually. Ah. If you tap one of those left or right ones, you'll see all your keys kind of shove over to the side of the screen that you picked. And then you can kind of maybe reach them a little easier with your thumb. Nice. The iPhone also has that reachability thing that kind of brings right. things down lower. I turned it off because I found it annoying, but... Some people like the reachability, but yeah. but that's the one-handed keyboard for iOS. And then the Google keyboard also has a similar thing where you press uh, one of the buttons on the keyboard. I think it might be the comma. 
on the side, but this will vary based on your uh, software. So uh, you hold that, and then you get an icon that you can uh, move all your keys to one side as well. And I think Google has had this since last year. I don't remember seeing it on the iPhone until uh, this year, but then again, I wasn't looking for it. But um, it's it's kind of handy to have. If it is you, very handy. Say I'm you got a bag in one hand and you're trying to type, I'll be there in a minute. What was the key again for iOS? Uh, you press either the uh, emoji keyboard or the globe. Right. Press and hold that, and then you there should see a little pop-up menu. Yes. Bam, look at that. Yes, and all your keys are like, whoop, we're going over this side. Nice. Oh, I got to do it on my right hand. What am I doing? Yes. Yeah, so, I yeah, I guess it depends on your, your uh, if you're ambidextrous, you can do both. Or Oh, this is great. Yes. JD, this is fabulous. So when Mrs. Kaiser wants to know where you're at, and you're, you can type back with You've one. You've changed my life. Well, now, I have the, the Google keyboard, mm-hmm. and now, what was it again? We thought it was what? Uh, One-handed mode. There yes. it is. This is great. Oh, I'm done. This is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you easier, you know, when you're on the train, too. You're holding the strap and, you know, you're typing. Top two. Top two triple H right there. For the big phone people. For the big I mean. phone people. Anyway, so, uh, and again, uh, one program I know we are off next week. Yes, we are uh, off next But week. Uh, as, as Kaiser has suggested, you'll listen to the back catalog. Exactly. 252 plus episodes before this one. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yes. Binge, baby, binge. Yes, uh, but before we go, we must thank the bros. Yes, thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they'll build it. Yes, and uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. We hope you are having a fine fall or spring, depending on your hemisphere. Depending on where you are. Yes, and um, we are just rolling through this year. I can't believe yeah, it's November already. Blasting right through it. Yes. No snow yet, though. Yeah, and... Because uh, you know I'm going to complain. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm ready for it, and I'm ready to see the winter shoe selections as well. Yes, there you go. It's yes. boot season. I tell you. Almost. Yes, so until the week after next, uh, yes. when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have an excellent November. Remember to subscribe to Pop Check Jam on iTunes and Google Play. And please leave a review. Thank you and see you soon.